It's Thursday, and Syracuse basketball finally reels in a player from the portal. His name, Munir Hima. He's your new backup center coming from Duquesne. You have a lot of questions. We're going to answer all of them. First of all, how does he fit in the 2-3 zone? How does he fit on the team as a whole? Plus, what does this mean for the state of the program coming from Duquesne? What does this mean that he's the guy that Syracuse decided to go with? And we'll cap off the show with me telling you what his floor is, what his ceiling is in the 2-3 zone. All that and more on Locked on Syracuse. Let's go. You are Locked on Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, all right, all right. Locked on Syracuse. With your host, Brian Klein, the voice of the people, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team, every day. So, oftentimes we try to talk about a little bit of everything in the Syracuse basketball, Syracuse football world. Right now, there is one thing to talk about and so many layers to tackle, and that is Munir Hima, Duquesne transfer, Six foot eleven, two twenty, is your new backup center. Frank Anselm transfers away. He goes to Georgia. No surprise. The Orange have one scholarship available. Chaz Owens enter the, enters the portal. Now they have two. Quincy Ballard, Syracuse native, Florida State transfer. He chooses Wichita State over Syracuse. And the Orange scrambling for answers. Jim Beheim saying that the roster is not complete. And now. He does at least a little bit to try to complete it. We haven't heard from Beheim since Hema committed. So maybe he would say that the roster is now complete. But if you want my initial thoughts, it is eh. <laughs> That's what it is. Eh. Hey, let's call it what it is. This guy comes from Duquesne. He averaged two points per game and a few rebounds, started five of 21 games, played 10 minutes per. Okay. It's not going to get you excited. It's not a flashy recruit. Cole Swider was a pretty flashy transfer portal commit. Obviously, Jimmy Beheim was. But Munir Hima is not. So why am I dedicating the entire show to him? Well, it's not because, oh, oh, there's nothing to talk about today on May 12th. No, there's plenty to talk about, but nothing more important than this. Because the fact that he's getting a scholarship and the fact that he is only a sophomore, he's going to be a part of this team for a long time. So, okay, I'm not going to lie. First thing I thought of when I saw the tweet that Syracuse Athletics put out to announce that he is going to be a part of the program was embarrassment. And now for the program, for him. And maybe this is really stupid. And maybe it's really petty. And it's not just because he's from, he's originally from Niger. It's not just because he's from Niger. I've seen native... United States citizens, Americans, do it. Which is, they'll misrefer to Syracuse. 
oh, I'm happy to announce I'm committing to the University of Syracuse. Well, guess what? doesn't exist. We're Syracuse University. Thank you very much. So he didn't do that, but in his tweet, he thanked Coach G-Max and Coach Reed. All right. Again, doesn't really matter, but it's Jerry McNamara, G-Mac, and Coach Red Autry, so bad luck. <laughs> really bad luck, but whatever. It's all forgivable if he plays well. So he officially visited on Monday and Tuesday. Syracuse was the only Power 5 program that offered him. That's important to note. And he comes in from Duquesne. Originally from Niger, 6'11", 220. Other programs like Santa Clara was in on him. And Syracuse comes in and they want him. Now, how does he fit? He's 6'11", 220, so there's a precedent for guys, his body type, a little underweight, but plenty of length, to be recruited by Syracuse. You think of a guy like John Bullajock. You think of a guy like Frank Anselm, even. Guys who, and Anselm's maybe not the best example, Barama Sidibe, honestly, when he came in, too thin and still kind of too thin. Just guys who are undersized in the stomach area. <laughs> but have plenty of length for the 2-3 zone. The interesting thing is, and he played man at Duquesne. But the interesting thing is, it's pretty clear that the reason that Beheim was attracted to him was his length. It's not like he has that much skill. It's not like he's going to box a big-time ACC center out on a regular basis. So he's attracted because of his length, because of the zone, but Bayheim already said that they're going to play more man. So, interesting. Originally, I'm going to say okay fit, but I don't know how much man they're going to play. And that matters. That matters a lot. Now, let's also call this what it is. Munir Hima played 9-10 minutes a game at Duquesne. He's not going to play much more at Syracuse. He's not going to play less, though. That's the thing. Usually a guy comes from Duquesne to the ACC, he's going to play far less. That's not the case. Because his job is to be there when Jesse Edwards is not. And of course, God forbid an injury plagues Edwards' career. But you think about the more day-to-day -day relief that he might will have to offer. And that is when Edwards fouls out, which will happen, and when he needs to rest, which will happen. So you're looking at anywhere between 10 and 15 minutes a game for Munir Hima. Which is a lot for someone who didn't really perform at Duquesne. Didn't really have offers at a high school. Now, like I mentioned in the previous podcast, he has some borderline Syracuse connections coming from St. Benedict's Prep in New Jersey. 
Barama Sidibe went there. Tyler Ennis went there. So it makes sense. But quick commitment. So a little bit surprising about the timetable. Visit Monday, visit Tuesday, commitment Wednesday. So something might have gone right for Hema. But objectively, it seems like, well, I don't have any other necessarily better offers. So let's go. Let's go to the Qs. But Syracuse wanted him. He wanted Syracuse, so that's good. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next year's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online where the game starts. So, talking about Munir Hima here for Syracuse, 6'11", 220, Duquesne transfer, commit out of the portal, committed Wednesday, and talked about the way he fits, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a few minutes. But I'm sensing a lot of negativity from this. Oh, well, Syracuse gets this Duquesne transfer who averaged two points per game and ten minutes per game, is this the best we could have done? We're Syracuse! I get it. So the question is, is this a bad omen for the program? Is this a sign of where the program stands and not in a good way? I say no, and I understand the apprehension, and I understand the pessimism. This is not the guy you wanted. But let me explain to you why it's okay. First of all, Jim Beheim tends to be very particular with fit. A lot of it is about how are you going to fit in, not how are you going to play. He's convinced that if you fit in, you will play well. Which, he's a Hall of Famer, who are we to argue? To be fair, the most successful teams that Syracuse has had have been compiled of, of a roster that has been forfeit. You think of the long guards at the top of the 2-3 zone. And then what? And he goes to a six foot one Gerard just to change his pace and change his style. More shooting. Where does it get them? One miraculous Sweet 16 when his son happens to shoot well? So, seeing him married to the fit... It's actually a little refreshing. Do I think that this is the best player that Syracuse could have gotten? No, I don't I don't think so. They probably could have gotten a better player. But it seems pretty clear that Beheim wanted this guy on account of how he fits in his system. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's good because the people who are upset and maybe throwing some things about where their program is, they can stop. And then there's the element of, and, and people might not want to hear this. People might think that this is just an excuse. Beheim said this a couple, maybe it was a week ago. It's really hard, if not impossible, to get a guy from the portal to play backup center. You think of a guy like Quincy Ballard. 
Quincy Ballard played basically as much as Hema did at Florida State, maybe even a little less. And, uh, again, a Syracuse native, that guy was put on a silver platter for Syracuse recruitment. Where does he go? Wichita State. Why? Because Wichita, Kansas is nicer than Syracuse, New York? No. Because Quincy Ballard doesn't want to go to college near his parents? No. Because he wanted to start. And that's something that Syracuse couldn't offer. I wasn't there on the official Munir Hema visit, but I can guarantee on that Monday and Tuesday when Coach Reed and Coach G-Max and Coach Boeheim, sorry, when G-Mac Reed, oh my god, now I'm doing it, when G-Mac, Red, and Boeheim met with Hema and Griffin, they did not say the word starter, and they did not say the word 20, as in 20 minutes a game like Frank Anselm almost got. You are just to patch a hole. And you are to patch a hole not only for this year, but hopefully, for Syracuse fans' sake, to patch a hole for the future. Because Peter Carey's not ready this year. We all believe that. We all know that. But what's to say that he's not going to be ready next year? In fact, he better be ready next year. Because when Jesse Edwards leaves, you're going to be left with Munir Hima, John Bullajak, who's no longer a center, and Peter Carey. You feel confident in any of those guys? No. Not me. Maybe you get someone from the portal. But we've seen how the portal can shake out, especially in the center department. They're hard to come by. And maybe it'd be a little bit different because you're advertising starting center role that's your LinkedIn job listing. So maybe it would be a little different. But are you going to count on that? No. So this is a big development year for Peter Carey. And maybe that's all the reason for Hema to come in here because Syracuse wants to protect him. Carey, that is. Hone his development. I don't know. But Munir Hima has an important job. And it's not going to last very long on a given day. But you think about guys that have had short stints on the floor for Syracuse before. The pullability. Like Frank Anselm was more pullable than Munir Hima will be. Just because of the state of the roster. If Anselm doesn't play well and Edwards is in foul trouble, who goes in? Jimmy Beheim, and he plays an offensive-minded center at six foot nine for five minutes, and then Edwards can come back. Syracuse had that flexibility last year. I think they do this year. No one else does. I, again, I keep on saying I think it's Malik Brown, but I understand why people don't want to agree with me. That's fine. Only one way to find out. But regardless of what Malik Brown does or doesn't do, Munir Hima is going to be an important part of what Syracuse does, for better or for worse. 
But no, I don't believe it's a bad omen. I do think that it's a fit thing that Beihan was attracted to Hema for. And the fact that you're advertising backup center, you're pretty much only going to get a backup center. This one happens to be from Duquesne. Thanks for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen every day. We're not done here, but make sure to go check down, check out Locked On NBA Big Board. Host Raphael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin, giving fans an in-depth look into the NBA Draft, Mock Draft, Player Rankings, and of course, Big Boards. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So, one more thing to do before we cap off the show. And let's talk about ceilings and floors. And that's what it's all about. At this time of a given player's recruitment, it's all about, okay, what am I getting? What's the best case scenario? What's the worst case scenario? Okay. So the worst case scenario, the floor, I'm thinking it's John Bullajock. And I happen to really like John Bullajock. We've met a few times really nice guy, great team player, and I feel bad because at the end of the day, it just came down to his weight, and he's just not heavy enough. He's just not to play the role that he was recruited to play. So now he's playing sparingly as a reserve forward, and he's actually doing a pretty good job. That is Munir Hima's floor, a guy who is incapable of of playing the position he was recruited to play. And I know what you're thinking. That floor is too low to accept. You're right. But that's reality. That's reality. So, accept it. You want his ceiling? I'm thinking a poor man's Barama Sidibe. I say poor man's Barama Sidibe, and here's why. You remember the end of 2019, Sidibe was playing out of his mind, like, not just good for a Syracuse center, good for an ACC center. Points, rebounds, blocks, blocks were crazy. Now granted, that stretch only lasted like 10 games. So I don't think he was capable of that. In all fairness, Sidibe was hardly capable of that, and a lot of that had to do with injuries. But I'm thinking a Sidibe role, just a guy who hopefully has a very good knowledge of the zone, and there's no way to find out if he will until he does. Until he plays. Good knowledge of the zone, and his zone IQ makes up for his physical shortcomings, because his physical shortcomings will be apparent. I promise. Maybe not apparent to Syracuse fans because we're desensitized to the 215, 200. And the, by the way, he's 220 listed. That means he's not 220. <laughs> he's like probably 210. I I've seen pictures. He doesn't look 220, but what do I know? Typically, the the lighter centers jack up their weight. So a 210, 220 center. Syracuse fans are desensitized to them. They're unicorns. They look out of place because you can't be that light at this level. Syracuse fans have seen it too many times to be mad at it. 
So he's going to make up for his physical shortcomings with his own awareness. That is his ceiling. But Munir Hima, coming from Duquesne, has a lot to prove. And you know what? So does Alan Griffin, the Bigs coach, the Syracuse basketball staff. If he can turn Munir Hima, late commit from the portal, from Duquesne, didn't do much at Duquesne, if he can t turn Munir Hima into an ACC contributor, then Griffin has earned everlasting respect. And then he's got his fingerprints all over this roster in a good way because Jesse Edwards is probably the best player on the team next year. And Munir Hima is one of the most important players on the team. As crazy as that sounds. Because a lot of people believe that when Edwards goes down, injury, foul trouble, rest, that the roster is going to be so hollow, there's going to be such a significant hole, that they're going to lose. Well, Munir Hima is there to patch it up. And for 10 minutes a game, I think he's capable. But you can't ask too much of him. Don't expect too much of a guy who showed you what he was last year. And that is a reserve big. He's a reserve for a reason. But hey, Syracuse wanted him, they got him. And that's good news. You should want a guy. And they have the scholarship to give out. They have another scholarship to give out. The only thing is... Maybe a longer commitment than I would have wanted. But, on the other hand, you get a guy, and he's not just a rental. And with Edwards leaving after this year, it doesn't hurt to have another body, even if he's not your desired starting five. Thanks for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen every day. Now, make Locked On ACC your second listen. Get all your daily ACC news in less than 30 minutes it's free and available wherever you get your podcast. We've got the week get, week cap coming up on Friday. That's tomorrow. Munir Hima is officially a part of the program, and we'll talk more about Syracuse basketball tomorrow. See you there, folks.